previously on Reality Roundup. In jail, he's got a problem. Yes. And somebody needs to wake Jessica up. Yeah, I was like, man, what is she doing? And then letters they'd read were nasty. Those are nasty letters. Everybody. I guess maybe you're in jail. You got nothing better to do, but they're just nasty. Oh, remind me. That reminds me. Remind me to tell you later some of the stuff I saw in the bins today. Oh, bin shopping. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. Is it too dirty for even our podcast? Way too bad. That's great. I, was, we I almost went, took a picture, but I was afraid. What if I accidentally send this to the wrong person? <laughs> not, not. There you go. What we did is we haven't been bin shopping much together, but when we go, there's one place that has like stuff like that. And I'll try to slide it like in the cart. The goal would be <laughs> for me to check out. Well, you know, it. people do that. Like, especially if you're going on a trip. Like people will take stuff and put it in your bag, so that way when they search the bag, they oh pull my gosh, out some that's terrible, some giant vibrating whatever. Oh my god! But in that, so that's at least funny, you know. This was a spray bottle. Yeah, that's fine. Whatever, <laughs> just be careful. <laughs> we haven't so even had anything bad. to drink, so that's probably oh my best. Gosh. But Jessica's got to get this. You know, this, she's got to let him go. I'm Steve. And I'm Kelly. And this is Coupled with Chaos. Well, we did a lot of our reality roundup show watching today. Yes, we did. That has been quite quite a day of television. I can say we were up late, and so I slept really late, and... All I did today was watch those shows, and I we did nothing else. Just today, Sister Wives, The Single Life, uh-huh. and then Potomac from Sunday night all today. And I tell you, those are three home runs. So yes. I did nothing productive. I was either watching them or talking about we them. We cover Potomac on <laughs> our um, subscription side of Real Housewife show. So that is – I'm going to tell you what. I did a lot of texting If you've decided them. that maybe – Housewives is a show that you're thinking if there's one to get into and you yeah. want to binge, mm-hmm. Potomac's the one. It is. We go back and forth about Atlanta or what. No, I'm telling you, Potomac's it. Yeah. It's the It's one. always been a home run. They bring in the heat. Yeah. They're just really, they're bringing the heat. It, it's jaw dropping each and every time. Yeah. And there so, are some dead times, but I'm just telling you, it's w- the one. What shocks me about Potomac is that as wicked as their fights are, they always come back together. Isn't that weird? Yeah, I don't know how they do that. I mean, maybe not this time. I mean, spoiler alert. It's hateful enough we that you wondered how. We're going to cover Sister Wives here, Single Life. Um, we are going to have Little People, Big World, and Love During Lockup. That is coming to the end soon. So that's about it. We're going to start off with season 17, episode three, 13 of Sister Wives, Corona, Corona Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Just two words I don't say together. I think let's get right off the bat, uh, Gabe. That was sad. Yes, that broke my heart. I texted you about that. Yeah, that's I said, not... as a mom that really tugged at my heartstrings because you could see that that broke his heart. Mm. That it was more than just about his birthday. That it was a symptom of a deeper hurt that yes. he had, and it was just icing on the cake. And I, I. I broke for him. You see how it happened, yeah. but it still can't justify why it happened. Right. And this thing right here between Cody and Gabe is what we see repeated over and over and over again with all of the kids. Yeah. 
And there's no way, not only can they not understand where Cody's at, but they also shouldn't have to. Right. Because their relationship with their parent is still an individual thing. Right. And I said to you, what Gabe is starving for is to be seen as an individual mm-hmm. person, to matter and feel significant and special in some way in a massive family where there's too many people for anybody to feel there, special. There's not enough time. Yeah, there's not. There just isn't. And there's so many people. There must be a birthday every couple of weeks. Well, there is. <laughs> I think it's almost like a church. Let's have the birthday day. One day a month is everybody's birthday. Right. We're covering them all right here. I'm sure that's how they did it. Yeah. There's no way they could have just done individual birthdays over and over again. Yeah, you're and they used to do them. massive family celebrations. Yeah, you're just combining them. There's I no see way. Them. And so I get how this happened with right. Cody. I get what Cody's going to say. Mm-hmm. It still, well, it still and, doesn't make it right. And if you put yourself in his shoes and the circumstances that were happening at the time, you understand fully that. He was worried about bigger things at that point. And, there was a lot happening. And Gabe had COVID at the time. I could understand the initial conversation being, how are you doing? And just it moves from there and it had, it's just a real conversation. Uh-huh. You mean Cody had COVID at the time? No, Gabe had COVID. This was earlier. When this happened, Gabe had COVID. No, no. He said he'd had COVID in January. And so- That's when his they, birthday is. No, October 11th. Who? Gabe. All right. Okay. I mean, and I so he said Cody called him because they all had COVID and it wasn't going well. And he called Gabe because he'd had COVID to ask him how it affected him. A lot of TV going on today. Yeah. And we can't always be right. <laughs> a lot of shows, a lot of people. But he just broke down. Yeah. And you just felt for him. But you you know, in, in reality, that was... Probably October 11th of last year. So that's how old well, it surely material was. is. Yeah. All of this is. Right. It's, it's all that old. So this you think is how gotten, old that is. This has gotten so far past that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think the big, for us, the big thing, and you kind of texted me, you, we watched it separately, uh, was the negotiation that Cody had with Janelle. Yes. I watched that whole conversation and I just had so much to say about that. And we kind of, I almost, we took it differently. And and when you texted me, I went, oh, I'm surprised I didn't see it like that, but Uh I should have, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, your position on that, I guess the thing that wasn't said in the middle of all of that conversation between the two of them. What stood out to me was that at no point when they were discussing their mutual disappointments in each other and the things they'd done wrong and what they needed to fix. No one ever said, you know what? I love you and I want to fix this. So they didn't preface anything they had to say, positive or negative, with I love you. And if it were me, that would be the first thing out of my mouth because before I am critical or saying this needs to change or this has to get better, I would want to lay the foundation that I'm coming from a place of love. I love you and I, and we're not doing well and we need to do better because I think you, you take it more seriously that way and mm. less offended. I remembering it now and my notes on it are poor at best. Janelle said that you're my best friend and my lover is what she yes. said at no point did where was love a part of no, that. Neither one of them have ever expressed love. 
And if you think, and I said to you, if you think about it, you don't hear that between any of them. You see it more from Robin's end than from Cody's end to her. You see that Robin she to Cody. legitimately loves him deeply. Mm. But I think what's wrong with all these relationships is that they were, they were a almost an arrangement. It was a a commitment they made, not from a place of love, but out of obligation right. to a belief they had. Mm. And there's nothing wrong with seeing your relationship from the perspective of your religious commitment sure. and that bond. There's nothing wrong with that. That should be part of your relationship, but it can't be the only thing. No. Because you can't hate somebody and, and just huh? spend 30 years tolerating them. How about 28? Can you hate somebody you have have and, spend, some love in there somewhere. and spend 28 with somebody? <laughs> yes, you Okay, can. good. Oh, wait a minute. I don't <laughs> like your love. tone. Okay, with love. <laughs> All right. I'm just checking, just being sure. You, but, you know. You equated it like punching a time clock at work at a job right. you hate. It's like, it, it's like going to a job, taking a job that you hate. You really dislike this job. It does nothing for you other than a paycheck. And you dread going to it, but you go and you trudge through it every day because you have to, because you have a commitment to it and it's something you have to do. And I think that's where they all come from mm. in their plural family, in their marriage arrangement. Sure. And I say arrangement because none of them are in love with each other, except that I do believe Robin legitimately loves Cody. That's it. But we think Cody's not He's capable, not in love with any of them. Not capable. No. Of I've the the I found the limit on I don't think he sees marriage as a love, love. commitment. I think he sees it as an obligation. Seven years and two months. And it also This is the this this is the time that one can go to a job that they hate. Without crying, <laughs> without crying in the bathroom, uh, or throwing up in a trash can, yeah, in a hotel that, room. That's the limit. <laughs> I found out before you just have to go. So it, yeah. it's a little longer with marriages, evidently. I forgot what I was going to say. Now that was fun. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't that's mean okay. to do that to you. <laughs> but the, it is for them an arrangement, yeah, a biz, almost like a business arrangement, right. And he's like, the we've king. agreed to do these things for each other. And if you don't do those things, then it, it's almost like we talked about with Jovi, right? And Bilal. Uh -huh. You aren't doing the things I need you to do. Therefore, you don't care about me. Right. Or the things I demand you to do. Uh huh. Expect. Yes. And Janelle was going off on, like, this has all changed for her. Things are a little different. Yes, um, and I said to you, this is a conversation you and I had years ago. Because we went through a period, as I think all marriages do, of where your life revolves around children. You're in the throes of small children and meeting their needs 24-7. And, and especially for a mom who's a stay-at-home mom and is in it, Around the clock. Like, that's almost all you can think about. It's very easy to go to your separate corners in the house, and you do your work life, and I do my home life, and we're managing different things. And it's very easy, I think, for families to forget that the basis of all of that is the marriage. 
And you get so wrapped up in your commitments and your responsibilities and the, and the pressures of taking care of all the things you're responsible for in your family that you can easily forget to cultivate the marriage Mm. itself. But that's the foundational relationship that makes all of it work. And if you forget to cultivate that relationship over time, then what you find is exactly what has happened to every one of these marriages. All four of them. When the children become adults and leave home or getting to that age and about to leave home, it's like Janelle said. She started thinking about, well, what's next? Well, Mm. our relationship isn't that great. We maybe should try to fix that. Except it's almost too late now because they've lost what they had for each other, whatever it was. And so they needed to be working on these marital relationships over time and staying connected. But that's why it can't work. And that's why a lot of marriages break up after 20 years because their kids are grown and they've forgotten how to love each other. They've forgotten what they like about each other and they've changed over time and they don't really even know each other anymore. Cody's position of doing the work is not something that cultivates the marital relationship for him. Right. His is more about the properties and the money and making sure there's money coming in and their business Well, he business has a lot of responsibility in that regard. Sure. There's it, a lot of people to manage, a it, lot of needs to meet. But you see how it's – it. you how can it see it's too much. It is too much. It's why this can't work. Right. It just, and I don't think any of them ever saw this coming. This point where the kids are gone, and now we have nothing in common. But that's what it is. The kids are what they had in common, and when the kids are out of the equation, they don't really know each other mm. anymore. They don't have any common ground. I was watching Janelle talk about um, my boys and these things, and you know that whole Thanksgiving thing was coming up. Yes, and they were. And Janelle kept saying, my boys, yep. my boy. And I was listening to that and I got, I was getting a little on edge yep. until I saw the Gabe scene. Uh-huh. And when I saw the Gabe scene, then it brought me some clarity into where Janelle and the mama bear yes. is coming into play. Right. Janelle knows that. They're and, hurt. Yes. And so she's protecting her cubs right and and i i get it more than i probably did a couple of weeks right ago. i agree I, I my eyes were open a bit yeah i agree i feel the same and it's maybe sad that they've got to be protected from being now, hurt from their father I'm not saying that they've done right it doesn't mean how they handled this no, whole no. covid thing they were so disrespectful to be- him it was crazy. There could be two wrongs. Yes. Just they, because one person's wrong doesn't make the other person right. right. But I understand that there was there were bigger problems at play and that was their behavior in that was more a symptom of how they were feeling about other aspects of their relationship. And they do seem really to blame Robin for a ton of this. They do, and that's not right. And when I heard that they had been calling and texting her directly, that's that's messed up. That really is. And Janelle should have put a stop to that. But it's still all fed. I mean, we go back to Christine's not innocent in all of this. Right. 
And she's been working behind the scenes on right. all of this. And you know that her and Janelle have probably had these conversations about how they felt about all that with, in front of the adult children yes, and with, with the, them. With the kids. Yes. And so they feed them. We talk about this maybe a little bit in Potomac where we see that like Candace's husband, Chris, kind of, you know, he kind of gets his caught up in her frenzy yes. of of defensive and so you think this is okay behavior so mm-hmm. they see christine doing this with janelle and they go well this is just how we treat robin mm-hmm. so i'm i'm a part of the group let's pile on her mm-hmm. when in fact if we try and look at i guess robin's flaw in this according to i would say janelle and christine what is robin guilty of in their eyes uh doing exactly what Cody wanted. <laughs> right. What's Robin in this scenario? What do they think Robin should do? Uh, be more individual, I guess. They want her to be more independent like they are. Less doing Cody's will all the time. But isn't that odd? Isn't that an odd request? Yes. If, if, if. If this is what she believes is her, let's just call it in, in from Robin's perspective. If Robin feels this is her duty, her responsibility, what uh-huh. she wants to do, right? She feels that this is her in role her marriage. The, in her marriage with Cody. That how should they be able to dictate yeah, what they can't that fault is? Her for being the kind of wife that she thinks she's supposed to be. Because let's remember, she is the only one in the family. Cody included, who is still committed to their foundational polygamous church beliefs. Because what does Janelle says? I can't do that. Right. I cannot. I do not have that in me to do this. Uh But this is what he wants and needs. Right. So if that's the case, then maybe it is. Because where do we see this five years from now? It's not going to go well. Do you see... Robin and Cody living there and Mary on a little shanty on the lot somewhere. That could happen. That's almost how I envision things this going. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't like how when Cody brought up her independence with the whole decision of the RV, how she immediately just warded that off like we're not going to talk about that well, because she admittedly said it was a mistake mm-hmm. he said single single woman decision to get the rv right single woman was. decision about their rental buying situation but and i understood what he was saying about it's not like it doesn't affect my life mm-hmm. he has to go there and he has to live there with her in order to be with her so that does affect him he should have been part of that decision but when he tried, he legitimately like tried to help. Like, let's get he Christine's did anyway. house. He and, was on board. Well, what happens in supporting? What happens when she receives Cody's advice? Normally, she's resistant. Correct. You, you, I don't think she, she has her own independent opinion about everything, and uh, there's not a lot of compromise there. And so, for her to kind of blame Cody for not. Being there. Right. It's just like he said. Once she's made up her mind, she's going to do something and he's not going to swear. And and guess what? Janelle is entitled to do that. Sure. 
But the issue is, is in the context of these four marriages is right. one. It, he's just, they've just handled this wrong. Cody's hand, I've said it for months now. His hands-off approach to this has been really the problem. You mean giving them the leeway yes. to live independently? Well, not even giving, right? Because they still, but, but well, because not. Because he had to, to go along with it. Yes. And, and I'm not saying he's got to put his foot down and control them, but they, the five of them needed to come to some kind of yeah, agreement. Yeah, he should have directed it differently a, earlier on. A decade ago. Yeah. This has been a problem that's just been getting worse, and it just festers. It's really ever since they left the one house. And Yep. I mean, that's it. Because leaving the one house is what st- spurred the independent thinking, the independent decision making and, and and not that they can't think for themselves sure. but it should lead to a discussion between husband and wife and a decision is made yeah, and that's not what's been happening we're to all of this that we're talking about right in all this show from our perspective is still from the unit of these four marriages being intertwined as one and and to venture outside of that is then contrary to that unity and so it's just not it's not conducive to that right they everyone should have the right to make their individual decisions this is not something that we're but this is the downfall of this union or these unions all of them and you see that christine's separation is just going to lead to janelle leaving yes and i and i love his description of her what did he say skipping off yeah. into La La That's, Land yes, or whatever. That it was, was that was a great. That well, was great. you know, he's just making. Uh-huh. You but know, it's, it's true. She is skipping off. Like, see ya. You yeah. know, I'm off to the good life. Here's, I'm leaving it all behind. I always, I am the guy who can find something to get mad at at everything. So this is what I choose to get mad at this time. <laughs> Christine brings truly over to the house. Oh. Okay, and evidently. She, Christine told Truly she gets the choice of, of whether or not to stay. But he, that's I thought not, that was kind of That's crappy. not the issue. The issue is is that Christine didn't send any pajamas right. with Truly. So the option to stay wasn't really there. Right. She was hinting at don't stay. Yes, because I'm not providing you with the stuff what in order to, to stay. stay. Yeah, I thought that was I really went, crappy. That's a bit... You know, maybe I'm reading something into it. No, because it. out the other side of her mouth, she's saying she wishes they had a closer relationship. But she's not she really doesn't. fostering that. She does not wish they had no. a closer relationship. That's all for the cameras. Yes, I believe that to be true. The um, uh, Halloween thing was pretty sweet. That was so sweet. You said that's 100% Robin? Absolutely. He said it. Yeah. He said he's not normally up for that kind of thing and he wouldn't normally be dressing up and doing all that but that robin always tries to make sure that the kids have a good time and she put that together and and that's wonderful because i remember that time period and it was also our youngest last halloween or his last opportunity to trick-or-treat being 12 that year during the pandemic and there was no trick-or-treating in our neighborhood everybody was afraid to open their door to people Mm. and there was just a handful of neighbors who arranged putting tables at the street 
and setting out candy for kids to sure. drive up and take with no interaction. And they stood in their yards and waved in costume and made, tried to make it special. Mm. And they had a list in our neighborhood association of houses you could go to, of people that were doing that. And I thought it was the sweetest thing. It was. And as I drove him around, I felt so bad right. that all these kids were robbed of this experience. Right. You know? And so I understand why she did that. Sure. You know, it's what it takes sometimes. You need a catalyst. And Cody's not that person. So you need Robin to be there to do that. And that's really good. I you I know you don't watch with the intent or rewind or pause and look at things. But there was an RV on that lot. On what lot? A Cody and Robin's lot. And I think, oh, really? what's the oldest kid? Isn't it Dayton or something? Yeah. So I think he was on the... He was there. You think? Yeah, because there was somebody, when they were doing the candy passing out, huh. there was somebody in like, it looked like a bear costume standing by that RV. Oh, okay. So I think well, he- Well, remember, he's going to college locally. And he doesn't film. So that he can live at home. And he's not on camera, so right. I'm betting they have an RV out there for him to live in. That could be. And you don't see him on camera, so he would have participated in handing out the candy, uh -huh. but not have been on film. And they filmed all this stuff themselves, so there's right. no like editing going on. Right. And you know they're not looking at the background, but right. there he was back there. Mm. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. We don't get to see inside the house too much either. I know there are boxes, all sorts of stuff. I wonder if that was stuff from Christine's house. I don't know. But that would have been long after. There was a whole article about that recently. Oh, really? About the fact that they don't film inside mm. Robin's house very much. And that um, some of Christine's kids and stuff were saying that her house is messy and that that's, got why, kids. that's why they don't film there and whatever. Mm. We don't have dogs in the bed. I guess we know that. <laughs> huh? I think not. the sad thing is you see it even kind of today. You, you know, the social media stuff about people even being happy that Robin got COVID. That's terrible. And even gloating about it. That's not nice. Yeah. It's just wrong. You know, people are just, you know, maybe it's just a bunch of Candaces. Just don't think about I have about to say, if you're happy saying. that Robin got COVID, I'm going to say maybe check yourself. Yes. I mean, we don't get too, although we get accused, we don't get too preachy here. No. If you're glad somebody got sick. Them. There's probably, something fundamentally yeah, wrong there with that statement. But, I mean, we had it ourselves, and yeah. I think you, everybody gets a little testy, right? Yeah, it's and I, I actually, I remember writing because I was getting really depressed, mm. and I said so. I said, you know, I, I need some prayer because I'm struggling. Mm -hmm. And I saw that in Cody, the same thing yeah, that broken, broken feeling of, am I ever going to get out of here? And I saw some fan conversation and an article about, um, him being so upset about being separated from Aurora for 10 days. Cause he mentioned that she came upstairs cause she was isolating in the basement was the only one who didn't get it. Yeah. And she came upstairs and stood at a distance with a mask on and cried and said, I miss you guys. And he said, I miss you we miss you too. And so they were, you know, talking smack about him missing her after 10 days when he's had months of separation from other children. But the circumstances are different. One, he lives there all the time. Yes. And sees them every day. They've embraced him. Well, think of the all routine. All of her children are close to him. Their own father abandoned them and gave up parental rights. Mm. I mean, they had to have felt very abandoned. 
and Cody accepted them immediately, adopted them. Which and, evidently caused a lot of problems. Yeah, and Everyone's they know unhappy. that. And they love him, and they called him dad. I don't know if you noticed yes. in the conversation, they said, my dad. Right. So well, they, they've been there for so long. Yeah, but they were a little old. The girls were a little older. But still, yeah. I mean, there's a real bonded relationship there. So, you know. and and it's, This thing and tears it, your house up. Yes. And... And it is depressing. It mm-hmm. can be. The isolation, even we were quarantined from each other in the same house. Yep. And we started meeting on the back porch right. at a distance and having middle. campfires and sitting on opposite sides because we were starving to see each other. So mm-hmm. I completely understand. Right. This was one of the better Sister Wives episodes. It was. I was, um, it was really good. A lot Maybe of because relationship it was, stuff Yeah, I think there was real meat in there. Yeah. So I think you're perspective on janelle and cody and nobody saying love i think it was a, a good take on your part yeah look at you bringing it yeah and neither one of them teared up or no. anything like they, they just said love in their little interviews yeah but, but that's not like looking at somebody in the eyes, in the eyes and saying, and saying I, love I love you i love you right and you don't really see emotion in any of these people except robin mm. and she gets criticized about it right the only one, Robin crying. That's what yeah. it just, it, it literally sets the internet on fire when she yeah. cries. Would but you want cares. somebody? Would you want somebody who cares? Yes. Would you rather them not care? Eh, whatever. That's what you have in a lot of these relationships. Yeah. So. Mm. Single life. Tell all part two. Wow. 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 That was fun. Yeah, it was. Yeah. How about that? That happened. Yep. Cold. I mean, we just got at the end. Piece of... Thank you for listening. You can listen to the rest of this episode... By subscribing to our Coupled with Chaos channel on Apple. By subscribing to our Patreon. Or by subscribing to our Supercast. For $3.99 a month. Where you can hear us talk about reality shows... Real life and more on our podcast. Covering shows airing on TLC, A&E, Bravo, and the WE Network. Just follow the instructions in the show notes. Tell your friends about this podcast. And rate and review us on your favorite podcast player. Follow us at Coupled with Chaos and all the socials. Or contact us directly by email at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com. 